Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. You, you are a three-part three being with six dimensions of understanding. Okay? Let me get, did you get it? Did you get it on Sunday? Spirit, remember, spirit, soul, and body. Okay? You are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. You have good handwriting. Neat. Spirit, soul, body. I am a spirit. Have a soul. Live in a body. Six dimensions of instruction. You ready for him? Holy Spirit. He's loud and authoritative. I'm going to talk about the Holy Spirit Sunday. They asked me if I got a Father's Day thing. I really don't, so just come. All right, where did I go? Galatians chapter 6. You ready? Oh, yeah, six dimensions. Ready? Holy Spirit. I got lost there for a minute. Holy Spirit, did you write that down? Human Spirit, that's the you. Did you get that? Holy Spirit, he's authoritative. That's what I was going to tell you. I went over there, he hit me. It got me, got on me, the Holy Spirit. Because you know what it is? I was going to tell, tell you something about him. It's misunderstood. The Holy Spirit never convicts you a day in your life. Bogus. Don't believe it. You convict yourself. The Holy Spirit is one person and one person only. He is a divine revealer of truth. You convict yourself. Yeah, because he doesn't want you to ever be scared to come into his presence. He loves you too much. He never wants you to feel like when you come into his presence. People have been telling you that all your life, Holy Spirit convict you. No, you convict yourself. Because what you didn't have awareness of, you never thought of, nor did you care. But once you found out, from what the Word of God says, now you have conviction based upon what you understand. He just reminds you of truth. He's a divine reminder of truth. That's what I call him. He's a divine. And he does never, he never wants you to feel like when you come into his presence, you're going to leave less than. He'll never do that to you. He just tells you what the Bible says about you. Ain't that good? Did you pull that in? Write that down. Divine. Revealer or reminder of truth. Isn't that cool? Someday I'm going to talk about it. He's the most, he's the most, God is the most misunderstood person on the face of the earth. Oh my God, they got all these things about him. That's not even true, half the stuff they say about him. Don't buy that stuff. Because if you feel like he's like that, you won't come into his presence. He knows that. You can pick yourself. Him that knows to do good and do not sin. Your heart condemns you, right? First John says, if your heart condemns you not, you're okay with God. But if your heart condemns you, fix it. If that's your spirit. Your human spirit has a voice. That's what I was telling you. It's a, it's a place of understanding. Holy Spirit's loud, outside, and almost authoritative with the word of God. Never conviction, pain. He just, he just, he just he's startling. Like, whoa, where did that come from? You ever had that happen? You're just like, Hey, and he's like, it's going to be okay. You're like, whoa. It's almost like an out of body. Like, whoa, where did that come from? It's in you, but it's, it's loud. It's authoritative. It's not forceful or mean. It's authoritative. Like, no. Like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> like, you know, remember when you were a kid and you were in trouble? You're like, you're like playing around. Hey. Well, hey, you get caught. He's kind of like catches you off guard because he's, he's kind of kind of quick. Holy Spirit, mind. Okay, that's, an, that's a place of instruction. Your mind. Your mind's. Mind's all day long, right? Mind, ready? 
Do you get that one? Emotions. Emotions, man. Your emotions are speaking all the time. All the time your emotions are talking. You got like 300 voices in your head, man. There's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, probably a little more, right? Mind, emotions. How about this? Will. Oh, my God, your will. Your will is strong. Okay? Did you get it? So you got this. So I got the Holy Spirit talking, the human spirit's talking, the mind speaking, right? Emotions, will, and body. Your body, your body has a voice too. It's connected to the earth, and your body communicates with you, usually from a sensual sense of meaning like, hey, it has a, a feeling effect more than emotions does. It contacts the earth. So with, the, with your body, you contact with the earth. With your mind, will, and emotions, you contact your intellect. And with your spirit, you contact God. God, I like to say this. People might say different. I don't really care. God talks to you in the spirit. He doesn't talk. Let me tell you something here now. A lot of people try to do this. You got to understand something about God. You understand God. You understand this. God doesn't really talk to you outside of the realm of in the spirit. He'll confirm it. But why does he got to go there? It's a lesser place of communication. So why would God try to communicate with you through your body? It doesn't make any sense. He's a spirit being. Does that make sense? God's not going to manifest himself to a lower nature to try to get you to understand him. He just tries to keep you on a spiritual level. You see what I'm saying? He's like, ooh, I think I see. No, nah, don't worry about all that. If that happens, great, whatever. But I need to learn how to connect with him in the spirit. Because that's where he speaks, in your spirit. You understand that? That's why you got to train your human spirit to hear what the Holy Spirit says. It's like this. My human spirit, Holy Spirit, they connect. When they connect, he speaks to your spirit. Got it? So your spirit renews your mind. Your mind doesn't renew your spirit. God has never wanted you to intellectually understand the word of God. He wants you to spiritually receive it and then transform your mind. Did you get it? So you don't need to hear it and figure it out. People are like, oh, you got to hear it figure it out. No, you got to receive it in your spirit and then train your mind what to think. Did you, did you catch that? I'll say it again. I know some, sometimes it flies. No, it's cool. It's right. He doesn't speak to your head because your head cannot receive the things of God. He speaks to your spirit, and then your spirit renews your mind to the things of God. So God speaks in your spirit. When your spirit catches it, your spirit tells your head what to think. Because your head is all over the joint. It's thinking all these thoughts. But your spirit, you got it? So your spirit receives from the word of God, and then my spirit renews my mind. Remember he said be renewed in the spirit of your mind? What's he talking about? He said, you get it in your spirit, then tell your head. You got to tell your emotions. But, see, you, listen to me. I'm going to help you if you're here. If you're, look, if you think you're a little silly and you're thinking, are you here? If you tell them say, you think you're a little silly and you're thinking? Everybody's a little silly and they're thinking, ain't they? Come on, pay attention. A little silly and you're thinking, right? Ain't nothing wrong with you. Ain't nothing wrong with you. I got these voices in my head. Welcome to the club. Everybody got them. You understand? But you got to learn how to. You got to learn how to tell them what to think. That ain't you. Remember this? I told you this Sunday. You had never had an original thought a day in your life. Did you understand what that means? You didn't think it. Somebody else thought it before you. Come from one place. God or the devil. So I got to decipher who's talking. You see it? You can't take a, You cannot take ownership of everything you think. Ain't your thoughts. Man, I'm setting somebody free here if you hear me. You understand know what I'm saying? They ain't your thoughts. They ain't your thoughts. If they get in your head, 
Look, this is how the devil works. He's, he's goofy as the day as long, but he's slick. Here's how the enemy works. He tries to give you thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. Remember I said that? Thoughts, ideas, suggestions. If you take a corn of wheat, right? Say we took a corn of corn, right, or a seed, and I put a seed on that pulpit. Could it grow? No. But if I stick it in the ground, what will it do? If I leave it there for five months, will it grow? But if I put it in the ground, what will it do? If I leave it there for 10 years, will it grow? No, because it's not in the right element. But what happens if I put it in the ground? It'll grow. Now watch this. Ready? Your head is like a seed container. Until you get it coming out your mouth, it ain't going to produce no harvest. Here's the problem, though. If you digest it and put it in your heart, it'll torment you. You cannot let everything in your heart because it doesn't belong there. Out of the abundance of the heart, let them out speak. Remember? Either make the tree corrupt or his fruit corrupt to make the tree good or his fruit good. A tree is known by his fruit. Right? He said, out of the abundance of the heart, let the mouth speak. How to get in your heart? Got in your head. Got in your head, then it got in your heart. How to get in your head? Thoughts, ideas, suggestions. How to get in my heart? You had to receive it. Thoughts that you reject cannot germinate in your heart. Thoughts that you reject cannot proceed any further. They are void and none of the power until they're thought of in the realm of where the received are spoken. I need you to be a rejecter of everything that is untrue. Does that make sense? Because faith is a divine receiver of truth. If you reject what you do, you understand that? If you reject, it doesn't do anything. So you cannot receive what you do not want to have a harvest on. So don't even, don't, in, don't ingest it. See, it gets in your head, gets in your heart. How to get out of your mouth? You went in the bag of your heart and pulled it up. How to get in your head? Your ears and your eyes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you've seen it, you heard it, it got in there, now we got to do something. You ever do this? You ever meditate on a wrong thought and it like, Brings fear to your ends. You're like, whoa, whew, it's like somebody punched you. Like, whoa, I'm freaking out. How to do that? How to do that? It was received. Now you got un unsettling inside of you. You got like no peace. You're like in here. You're like, oh, I got no peace. What happened? It got in. How to get in? You received it. How do you get rid of it? You filter it. You got to discipline it. Where'd that thought come from? I ain't allowed to think that thought. Well, it's my thought. Ain't your thought. You ain't never had a thought a day in your life that was yours. So the devil got at him. He said, you want to be like God? Hello, come on, guys. Let me tell you you want to know where it is? Want to hear something cool? Joker didn't know who God was. Don't let preachers sell you on God, man. I don't even know what they're talking about. You better pay attention and filter stuff. How does Adam know who God is? If the devil come and told him who God was, he got deceived. The devil come down here right now, stood in front of me, and say, hey, God don't heal. I say, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about, God don't heal. See, now here's the thing. That's why you got to know God. When you know the character of God, you would be like, well, God ain't trying to keep something from me. Adam was supposed to be walking with God in the cool of the day. I don't know what that joker was doing, daydreaming or something. Okay, watch this. You come to me and tell me, you got here perfectly. Dennis is over here. You come to me and tell me, Dennis stole something. I said, no, nah, he didn't. You weren't there. I don't need to be there. I know him. Uh, now, some of you are a little sketchy. You might say, 
hey, so-and-so stole it? I'd be like, maybe he did. Let's go ask him. <laughs> Straight up. But if you said, Dennis took it, I'd be like, didn't happen. So I go, oh, Dennis took $25,000. Dennis didn't take Jack. Well, how are you going to say that you, don't even, you weren't there? I don't need to be there. I know Dennis. I know the character of Dennis. Hello? You don't like it? Somebody say, Angela in the back stole the camera. Angela didn't steal no camera. Shut up. <laughs> Two people were like, yeah. <laughs> wow, Angela. Angela. <laughs> wow, you all left Angela. I'll talk about Angela from media. You know, she's like media ninja. All right. No, when you know the character of somebody, you know the behavior of someone, you cannot sell me on the lie about someone. So Adam over there like God trying to keep something. No, no, misconception, right, brought a problem because he had a question, God's character of being good. How'd that happen? He let stuff get in his head. Maybe God ain't good. God's good all the time. But what, did you, now what am I trying to teach you? What you are not convinced God is, the devil will question you about what he can do. Does that make sense? Bad grammar, but this is what I'm saying. The devil can weasel in. He can weasel in and say, "God, if you don't know God's character, he can get you. What are you going to do? God ain't going to meet your needs. Man, God meets my needs all the time. But where you got a little void in knowing how good God is, you might question it a little bit. Now, we all question it a little bit, but the devil ain't getting in your head and convincing you in nothing if you know the truth of the word. When I know the truth, you can't get in. See it? That's why you're doing so good. I know the truth. You got the truth. You want to be like God? Well, yeah, okay. How you get in? Wrong idea. How'd you receive it? Look, the devil came to Jesus and said, if you are, Jesus said, shut up, it's written. He went to the word as a source of truth for him. But I told these cats the other day, I told these dudes, I said, your future is not determined by what you believe. It's determined by who you believe. Yeah, it's all about who you believe. Because you believe in something, it's a matter about the who you believe. See what I'm saying? That's how the future is told to you, who you believe. So you got to agree with something. Say, I believe, that's what I believe. So you see what I'm saying? Now he tries to use all stuff on all of us, try to get in your head, give you a wrong idea, give you a lie, thought, idea, suggestion, try to mess you up. No, you got to filter it. You got to filter it. You know what I got to do? Is that the truth? You got to say, hey, is that the truth? If it ain't the truth, you got to chuck it. You see it? Very important, guys. You know why you're throwing it away? Because it's going to produce a bad harvest. Because he just got suggestion. See, he got no faith. See, you got you don't only want faith. Devil ain't got no faith. Devil's only got fear. He needs your faith to destroy you. He needs you to empower his lie to defeat yourself. I'm going to go real slow. He gave Adam a lie and said, believe it, because without your faith, I can't manifest it. So he tries to put lies on you for you to take your faith and empower your own defeat. But without you, you become a rejecter. He ain't got no faith. He can't tell the truth neither. He's a liar. So the devil's got no faith. So he can't beat you. He can only deceive you. So when you pull him into the arena of truth, Brother Hagin said this forever, man. Brother Hagin said, if you could keep, remember this. He said, if the devil will try to keep you in the arena of the natural. But if you could keep him in the arena of faith, you beat him every time. He can't win there. But if he pulls you into a natural arena, that joker got you. He'll beat you there because he can outthink you there. 
But if you keep him in the arena of faith, he can't beat you. So stay in the arena of faith. Don't go in and don't have a natural fight with this joker. He's dangerous. But you bring him in the arena of faith, they go, hey, how you going to figure this out, bro? He can't. You got him. You catch him. God ain't going to do that for you. Man, he grabbed by the head. Say, shut your mouth. I know my God. Praise the Lord. See what I'm saying? But what happens what? When you start, well, maybe God won't. Now we got a problem. Now he's pulling you in the arena of reason. You get in the arena of reason, you get waffly. Oh, no, maybe God, maybe God, maybe God, maybe God. No. God said I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. See what I'm saying? Where the will of God is known, faith is found. Where the will of God is known, faith is found. Where the will of God is not known, we don't know if you got faith for it. But once the will of God is found, faith has been found. And when we know you got faith, woo! Praise the Lord. Once we know you got faith, we know you got the victory. Because your faith has overcome the world. Praise the Lord. You got world overcoming faith. You got world overcoming faith. Nothing is impossible for you. Nothing. Nothing. And well, Pastor Chris, I look at, be quiet about your past. Your past don't mean jack. Your past ain't telling me nothing about your future. And I got news for you. Half of you, your past, you weren't really connected. Once you get connected, I'll keep you out of so much nonsense. You just can't stay in this atmosphere and stay in nonsense. It'll wear you out. It'll wear you out. Nonsense will you. That's why they leave. <laughs> get mad. Don't get mad. Just stay close. I'm telling you why. Because the Holy Ghost won't let you do it. If you listen, but then they get me, oh, I don't want to hear that no more. I don't want to hear that. You're goofy. I'm looking for instruction. You want to run away from instruction. Don't tell me what to do. I'm the one to tell me what to do. All right, go ahead. Be all crazy. I know what to tell me what to do. I'm a grown man. This is you. Talk about rah, 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 rah. And I was looking for instruction. <laughs> I really am sure, straight up. I was like, I was like, the other day, I was like, I pray to God somebody tell me something about money over here. I gotta get some. And I'm being serious. I was looking for somebody tell me, give me instruction. So I, so I was at one place, man. I was like, say something, bro. Because the minute you say it, I'm doing it. I got nervous though. I was like, whatever this cat says, I'm gonna do it, bro. Yeah, because you get to the place where you understand promotion is found only in instruction. You see it? Or tell me what to do in this thing. Because you think you got life figured out? It's easier to follow somebody. Trust me. You see what I'm saying? But then you got to figure out who to trust. That's the big question in life. Because not everybody for you. I told you the other day, I said, you got three people in your life. I'm going to tell you, you got all my stuff. I'm going to give you all my stuff. I give you all my stuff, you use it, I'm going to smack you in the head. You got three people in your life. Ready? Write them down. You got a protege, a prodigal, and a parasite. They coming from every direction. You like that? You understand that? You understand the protege? You know what a protege is about? Now some of you say, well, I'm a lady. How's that work? You got people around you that really want to know what you know and really care about hearing what you got to say. You got that? They are hard to find. If you find one, you're doing good. Because most people, they don't care. Everybody know everything. So you got to find that, right? Two, who you got? You got a prodigal. What's his problem? That joker just wants the blessing. He just wants the stuff he can get from hanging around you. Parasite, he's the worst. Because he just wants the stuff. He don't even care about anything. You see it? So you got people around you that are like leeches. They just pull, 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 pull. You can recognize them, get rid of them real quick. Right? Prodigal might have a little bit of hope. Maybe that joker can get some sense. Usually they don't. It's a little too late. And you got to understand the problem. He just wants the relationship. Because relationship, once relationship starts, it's just about giving. 
Most people don't know that, man. Remember we've been talking about that? That's so important. Because once you start true relationship, all you do is give. You never get anything out of it. You're not in it to give. You're in it to give. And you get around people like that. You got to figure these out. And you got to qualify people. And then we're going to go over there. He said, ah, just be nice. Don't be nice. Somebody said something the other day. Remember I wrote, I put that on the thing. Did you read that the other day? That was good. I woke up to that the other day. Some people add value when they sit at the table. Other people add value when they leave it. I woke up to that. God woke me up to that. The other morning, God woke me up to that. I said, what did you say, God? I woke up to that, bro. My eyes didn't even open. I said, that's good. How many of you know you know it's the Lord, right? I was like, God, that's good. He said, yeah, thanks. I'm God. You know what I mean? Like one of them things. I said, some people add value to the table when they sit at it. Other people add value when they get up and leave. You know what I'm saying? Some people, you, they, you crying over, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. You crying over people that left your life. You should be clapping they left your life. They ain't no good for you. Like, they were blocking your blessing. Some of you, amen, me better than this, amen. You don't want to hear me. I'm going to go over on the other side of the building. Look, some people left your life. You got mad about it. You better praise the Lord they left your life. They were sucking the life out of you, amen. It's like, I'm crying. They leaving me. Why don't you like me? I'm like, praise God. You should have a parade. All the losers are getting out of my life, amen. <laughs> I feel good in here. How about I got? I tell you, I went over there. Something hit me. It was the Holy Ghost. Before when I started talking about that, I was gone, man. My head went. Bloop, 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 bloop. You ever get like that? That's the Holy Ghost get on you. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm telling you, right? <laughs> Sometimes you're like, "Why so and so ain't here no more? I'm so sad." You should have a parade. Right. Woo! Woo! I'm glad you're gone. Why? You ain't had no value. Bye. You're like, why don't you love me? I'm like, praise God you don't love me no more. Beat it. I got three patty caves and one happy meal out of you people. Pay attention to what I said. You better pay attention. You're over there crying about things that left your life and people that left your life that needed to leave your life. Otherwise, you ain't going to another level. And they're going to keep you bound in a dimension of time. Let me tell you something here. Boy, I'm going to meddle right now. I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody might come back and if I get too far out, come get me. Here's what you usually do in life. I don't even know if I want to say it, God. All right, here's what you did. You got away from God and made decisions that you tried to bring back into God. Don't work. So you come away from God and make decisions that are huge outside of God. And then try to bring that thing back into God. And now you got no grace for the mess because it wasn't supposed to be with you in the beginning. And now you woke up again. <laughs> I'm really prophetic right now. So I say, you hurt me. It's all right. Just curl your toes up tight. We all been here. You just get better at yes. You'll get better at yes. See, you got outside of God. Some of you better thank God. You got outside of God and God stuff God never wanted you to have. And now you try to bring it back in God and go, hey, God, bless my mess. And God goes, look, I can't bless a mess because I don't bless no mess because a mess is a mess any way you look at it. Now you didn't have no grace, and some of you lived in a season with no grace for a mess. I'm preaching way better than everybody's amen to me, all right? And it'll be all right, though. And you, you, you got to hang in there. I don't know who did this. Somebody else did this. It's not my responsibility what's going on right now. I'm just being used by God, and I'm just going to let it rip, all right? So, yeah, there you go. And you got it in a mess, and it was okay. Now, here's the thing. Now, let me show you something here. Now, listen. This is why you don't got to regret. So good. The mess could have fixed itself. Just didn't want to. Not you. You were cool with waiting on the mess to get it. Are you getting me? 
the mess didn't get it. You calling people a mess? Yeah, I'm calling people a mess. Wake up. You're going to be a mess if you don't listen to God. So you went outside of God, got some stuff God never wanted you to get, brought it back into God. You were smart and repented because you knew you screwed up. Mm-hmm, I feel the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? And now you back in God, messed up, but you repented, smart, and then you looked at the mess and said, hey, don't you think it's time to get it together? And the mess said, I like being a mess. And God's only going to let you stay long in a mess until God gets tired of the mess. Now, God gave the mess a long time to straighten out, but some of you got like a 10-year mess and time's about running. And it's time to get things back. And God had a moment and said, hey, mess, what you going to do? And the mess said, I like staying messy. And God said, well, we got destinies. He goes, God didn't forget what he said in the beginning, even though you forgot about it. Hey, I feel the Holy Ghost. And you said, well, I don't know. I don't know if I believe what God said. But I tell you what, what God said he said, he meant. And just because you got away from it because you didn't believe it, God didn't forget about it. And he put you right back in the timeline called now. And the thing that left your life couldn't stay in your life. You see what I just said? You see what I just said? The thing that left your life couldn't stay in your life. Why? Because they ain't going with you to the promised land. Some things you got to leave behind to go to the next level. You want to know why? Your blessing is so big, God don't want to take a mess into your next season. <laughs> yeah, because God don't Now, let me tell you something about God. God will work with you if you'll work with God. But you get stiff with God and you'll be in trouble. Because I'm quick to repent. I repent before I even get to, before I screw up, I'm repenting. <laughs> it's coming out my mouth. It didn't even hit. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I repent. Hallelujah. I'm sorry I said that. Why? Because I need to know I'm a mess sometimes with my mouth. Hello? You understand what I'm saying? So what am I trying to get you to understand? Some of you got outside in the season, created a great problem, pulled it back into your season, and then you're like, well, God bless it. Well, God can fix it if there's what? People that want to work. But if people don't want to work at it, guess what? You're too, you too, you too valuable to leave you where you're at. Remember this, everybody does it. Seasons of time, you make decisions that were not supposed to be eternal decisions. God can rectify them, change them, move in them, transform them. But where God does not have cooperation, ye, let me tell you something about God. God ain't staying trapped in no position in time. You know what I'm saying? God's more merciful. And the problem with us is we cry over God's mercy. (laughs) You shouldn't be weeping, no tears. I'm telling you, listen to me. It's God's mercy. Because if you stay in a season you shouldn't be in long enough, everything goes by you. So don't get mad about it. Get happy about it. You understand what I'm saying? Did you get that? Like, why pay me? Don't worry about it. Next season will be better than the season you're in. You understand what I'm saying? The next season will be better than the season you're in. Because the next season you're in, God's going to be all over. He maketh rich and added no sorrow. The blessing of the Lord comes in. And what? He'll bring you no tears. He ain't going to bring you no tears. Look, if you got something in your life that's making you cry, God probably didn't give it to you. You're trying to keep things that make you tear it up. What, are you kidding me? Somebody's like, you talking about my marriage? No, I ain't talking about your marriage. Maybe I am, but. <laughs> I know what the problem with your marriage is. Marriage thing's easy. You married the person of yesterday while you're becoming the person of tomorrow. Yeah, married easy. Marriage easy. You married the person of yesterday. Now you're the person of tomorrow, and now we got to play catch up. That's why you need cooperation from all participants. 
if you don't get cooperation from one participant, one outgrows the other, and the other one usually turns into a real mess. Hey, man, I'm preaching way better than you Presbyterians. You're clapping your hands for me, but it's all right. You understand what I'm saying? So how do we have this? We have agreement for growth. And where you do not have agreement for growth, we got a problem because one will outgrow the other, and then you got a real problem on your hands because now you got contention and division in your own house. How'd that happen? Simple. One person outgrew the other one. And here you go. And usually, somebody don't want to listen. I can help anybody that wants to listen. You can't help a non-reacher. Reachers, non-reachers, you just got to say, yo, we'll reach or don't reach. If you don't reach, how are you going to help them? All you people pray too much around here because you pull me in these things. That's why I got to stay on the pulpit. I should just preach from the screen. No, nah, I'm just kidding. But I'm trying to help you. See what I'm saying? And then you go, well, why ain't I going to listen? You know, well, then good, don't listen to nobody. But if you ain't going to listen to nobody, you can't go nowhere. Everybody got to listen to somebody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then what happens? You're right. Oh, well, you, I know everything. And guys, you're the worst. You're the biggest boneheads I've ever seen in my life. You guys know everything. Ain't, I ain't listening to nobody. I ain't listening to Pastor Chris. He yells too much. Blah, 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 blah. I want to take you and smack you in the office where nobody can see. Yeah, because y'all know everything. Pastor Chris, I listen to him. What do he know? He don't know nothing. I'm a man. He don't listen to him. I know how y'all roll. I'm you. <laughs> I got, I got yelled at one time professionally for like two hours. Can you handle that? I didn't say nothing neither. I just I sat there. I was like, praise God, this is good. <laughs> let, me tell you when the, let me tell you when your life changes. Your life will change forever as a man. It will change forever as a man when you realize you're so transparent you can care less. A man that has nothing to hide is the most powerful man on the face of the earth. Because he don't care. He's open. And when you're that open, you are a dangerous man in the earth. Because you don't care. Because why keep something hidden? Anything you hide will become a weakness to try to destroy you. But everything you expose in the right environment will become the strength of your life. Because you don't care about it. Because the only thing you fear is God. And smart people know they won't judge you at that place. Because they know they're you. Because anybody will quickly, I will dish it out. You haven't been there yet. See, that is the key. You pay attention? Listen to me. That's how you know you're there. Listen to me. That's how you know you're there. Because the guy that won't hammer you has already been there. The guy that hammers you knows nothing about what he's talking about. Did you catch it? Did you understand what I just said? The guy that hammers you haven't been there. Because he's openly exposed himself already. He's okay with it. The guy that's hammering you, he ain't gone there yet. Because you ain't, you ain't quick to wield that hammer after you've been to that place when you've been totally exposed. That's when you know you're safe. Well, praise God. Get the CD. Goes for the ladies, too. Because if you're not in so, let me tell you something about women. If you don't feel safe, that's why half of you guys, that's why half of you guys don't understand. She don't feel safe around you. She don't trust you. Because you don't, a man, a submitted man, has just won his wife. But you all rogue and going to be your own dude. Go ahead, keep going that. She won't trust you a day of your life because she knows you listen to somebody because you ain't safe till you listen to somebody. And she tried to control you all her life, but she can't because it's got to be another guy. But then you search your life trying to find that person because who are you going to listen to because nobody cares about you. Yeah. Nobody cares about enough about you to get in, in life with you. At that level. That's why you got to find that. When you find it, don't separate yourself from it. All the hell will try to separate you from it. But don't get away from it. Stay close to it. I'm going to say so close. When you stop, 
I'm going to bang in the back of your head. You might tell me stuff I don't want to hear. Good. That's what I'm waiting for. Everybody that tells you what you want to hear ain't telling you what you need to hear. Because they just want your affection. Remember we dealt with that that week? If you just, that's why nobody likes confrontation. Because they don't want to lose affection from somebody. I care about your affection. I ain't here to be your friend, playmate, pal. I'm just going to try to keep you off the road called pain. And if I care enough about you being off the road called pain, I'm probably going to lose your affection for a moment in time. But what do, I'm not worried about it. Why? Because I'd rather have you walking in the blessing of life than you walk in agreement with me. But we get agree sooner or later, but that's when you grow. Is that good? Did you get that? That ain't in the notes. That's good for you, ain't it? It's good to hear it. I mean, we, sometimes we touch on it, but you pulled it all together. So that's what makes it safe. All right, look at it. I don't know. We got five minutes in here. Did you pull that in? That's why you got to qualify people around you. You know what I'm saying? You all like, I'm going to let him in. Because you know what? You want to know why people rush into relationship? Because they want to belong. That's not bad. But don't rush in because guess what? You rush in, you're going to cost yourself too much. Don't rush in and nothing. Go slow. Slower you go, the better it is. Qualify it over time. And then once you're in, you can go all in. Can't trust everybody. Are you all right now? This is why it's important. We're talking about this fruit of the spirit. Well, I'm going to tell you right here now. Look at this Galatians chapter 5. That's why our problem is Galatians chapter 5, 16. Remember that one? That's where we started, right? Galatians 5, 16. You remember that one? Right? This says, say, walk in the spirit. You should not feel lust. How you walk in the spirit? You're walking in this stuff I'm telling you now. That's walking in the spirit. Did you get it? It's like walking in the word. Look, listen to me, man. Listen, you ain't got to live in no regret. Don't worry about all this stuff. Look, man, I'm going to say this. Sometimes when you don't know, you can't get in really trouble for what you don't know. But now you know. So now that's the that's problem with this joint. <laughs> now you know. Now you're accountable. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a church. I shouldn't be. But now you're in trouble. Because now you know, and now, oh darn, now I know. But now you're safe. And you're gonna be you're gonna be you're gonna be covered in a in a way that it keeps you safe. Does that make sense? Like, oh yeah, it's cool, man. God, God won't let certain stuff stick because you're in the right position. Once you're in the right position, God won't let stuff stick on you that before you used to get yourself in there. Do you get that? And that's the play, get best place in life to be, because why in the world do you want to be by yourself? No good. This I say, then walk in the spirit. You should not fulfill the lust of the flesh. What's that mean? This is walking in the spirit stuff. See, most people don't walk in the spirit. They walk in the flesh. And it's just, you know, and then you wonder why, how all this stuff happens. That's what I was going to tell you. It says, in Galatians chapter 6, when I was going to start, it said, don't sow to the flesh, because of the flesh, your flesh shall reap corruption. Sow to the spirit, you reap everlasting life. You want to see that? This is what I'm trying to get you to see. See, life and peace in Christ. Remember we read that? See, this, this one, can I show you something here? This is that whole Romans 8 one. Look at, look at I think it's like 6, 8. Let me go slow. Let me give you these two scriptures and we'll go, okay? Ephesians 6, 8, and then I want you to look at Romans 8, 1, okay? Very important because that life and peace is in following. That's why being led to the Spirit is important. All this stuff I just told you is important. You bring this joke around, he ain't going to listen to somebody. Man, you don't bring, you know, it's about, hit, the, hit the sticks, dude. Who are you going to listen to? We're going to listen to nobody. You have trouble before you even start. Yeah, he's a mess. You're going to listen to nobody. I ain't listening to nobody. Pfft, say, dude, hit the sticks. All right, get out of here. 
And you better lift your, ladies, let me tell you something right now. You better put your value up. You better put your bar high. Who's going to love me? What do you mean who's going to love you? You God's Picasso. You better wake up. You're the greatest thing. A woman is the greatest thing. Man, a woman? Man, I'm, I'm going to do the next women's seminar. <laughs> Y'all dudes are going to be in trouble. Because they'll be like, Pastor said, I'm a Picasso. They're going to be a mess that week. Watch, man. Better treat me right. I'm telling you, listen to me, you better lift your value. Like, who could love me? What's wrong with you? Why do you think you ain't lovable? Come on, man. Stop. And you demand it. What do you mean you demand? Who in the world is this preacher said? You, I said you demand it. Because you're powerful. You know what I'm saying? Now, you don't manipulate. You see what I'm saying? You ain't manipulative with that. But you expect respect. He'll rise up. You see what I'm saying? He'll rise up. You lower the bar, that's what you're going to get. You raise the bar, hey, look, here's how we're going to roll. Boom. And you got to talk to him right. Just talk to him right. You can get him to do anything. You, this, guy's, this guy's like a dog. You just go over there, he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, they don't pay no attention. She, she's here. <laughs> and you all know you got the power of woman, persuasion. My God in heaven. Lambra, shake it, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? I tell all the single guys, why God make pretty things and tell you not to look at it? You'll figure that out later. Now, why don't you make pretty things and tell me not to look at it? You get that on the ride home, you guys. It's like, I'll, I'll tell you that in private. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You don't, yeah. You, you stay over there. You're going to get excited. Ephesians 6 <laughs> You want to say something? Go ahead. <laughs> you, keep your eyes up. Keep your head down. Oh, my God. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man does. Amen. The same shall receive of the Lord, whether it be bond or free. No, Galatians 6.8. What do you read Ephesians 6.8 for? What are you doing to me? Come on, Kentucky. You got all, your relatives are over here. You got all messed up. Amen. Did I say Ephesians? I thought I said Galatians. Did I? I did. I'm sorry. I love you. You're not mad at me, are you? Did your mama go home? I like your mom. I really do. I wish she would stay. She's really sweet, ain't she? Galatians. She is really cool. Yeah, she's awesome. Galatians. For he that sows to his flesh shall love the flesh, reap corruption. Ain't that great? Who wants some corruption? Yay, let's get some. <laughs> Keep following your flesh. <laughs> right? Is this great? Sign up for the corruption on the back of the table. You have the corruption group. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, who signs up for this stuff? Hey, everybody on the back. We've got a sign-up sheet. they got the over 55. And then the corruption group. Under 30, corruption group, or go to the mystery of corruption. They're like, well, what's going on this? Right? I don't want this. But he's that so the spirit shall reap what? Life. Here we go. Watch this. Everlasting. That's that Romans 8 and 1. Now, look right there. I'm going to let you go home because you got to put the kids to bed. Come on, right? Romans 8 and 1. You ready for this? You doing good? You get? Did you get it? Are you pulling this in? You know what I was talking about before, right? You know what I'm saying? All that stuff's life in the spirit now. That's all spirit life. Don't think it's not. All that stuff I was talking about. See, here's the thing. In relationship, when we get hurt, we didn't qualify. It's the truth. You understand the rules of relationship. You figure this out. You got hurt because you didn't qualify right. Some of you didn't know. We'll teach you how to do it. Once you know how to do it, you get it. See what I mean? And then once you do it, and this is the problem. A got hurt, and now you don't want to love again. What's the matter with you? You got, you got a lot. See, that's the problem. You, you, got, you can love again. This time we're going to qualify. 
and you can be love. What do you mean, man? Some of you are getting ready to have to come back. Yeah, have a comeback. Praise be to God. Devil tried to put you in a setback. Thought he had you, bro. I'm breaking on a comeback. Woo! Devil stuck me in a setback. The minute I got stuck in a setback, God started working on a comeback. Better bounce back. Woo! <laughs> you're going to have a bounce back. I'm going to have a bounce back off my setback. I'm going to just come back. Coming back. Coming back from the dead. I don't care where you're coming back from. You're coming back. Because everything tries to take your joy, man. To get your joy. You know that somebody get, determine whether they're going to give you joy or not? You got the joy of the Lord yourself. Go have a party and go laugh. Ha ha. Yay. You know what I mean? Now it's important. Now read this 8 1. Therefore, there is therefore now no condemnation of them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh. You see that? Remember we talked about this? Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. You see it? You see it? So he said, don't wake up tomorrow and just go walking after the flesh. A billion people are going to do that tomorrow. They're doomed. You know what the reward is? Corruption. It's the problem with something. Well, I'm going to get these people and I'm going to get them Christ. Man, look, if their people ain't got God now, they ain't getting God later. Don't go fishing in the wrong pond. You saved, filled with the Holy Ghost and all this stuff, you fishing in the pond, the lost pond. Get your pole out of there and go fish someplace else. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to get out of that thing. How you going to find, man, you know, you're in the ocean with a, with a worm. Trying to catch a bass. <laughs> Ain't gonna work, man. Go on the river to get the bass. You see what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? Mentality's off. You look at, oh, I'm, I'm married. You got friends. You're looking for friends. You got these goofy friends. All these goofy friends in the world. What you gonna do? I'm gonna go partying. Partying nothing. I got no time for partying. All right, you didn't like it. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I got a friend and blah, 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 blah. They got lifestyles all jacked up. Come on, man. I love you, but get out of your jacked up lifestyle. Where was I? Thank you. All right. Who walked not after the flesh, but after the... See it? Now watch this. Look at verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. See that law? There's two laws in the earth. Law of the spirit of life in Christ and law of sin and death. Remember we did that? See what I'm saying? So now you're over here, right? You're in the law of the spirit of life in Christ, or you're in the law of sin. Remember we did this? Or you're in the law of sin and death. What decides it? Hebrews 4 and 12. See, this is so, I'm telling you what this is, man. This is why I've been hot to trot on this soul and spirit. Remember I was on that thing? With the name? How do you divide it? Hebrews 4 and 12. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two. It's sort of divided asunder. Of the soul and the spirit. Thoughts and tense of the heart. Right? The joints in the marrow. Keep going. And the joints in the marrow and the discerning of the thoughts and tents of the heart. The law of the spirit of life in Christ. Come on, remember? The law of the spirit of life in Christ. The law of sin and death. What can divide it? The word. See what I'm saying? I ain't listening to nobody. Okay, go over there with the sin and death. Have fun. You bound up, messed up. Come on. You in, you in the house, right? We're gonna, I'm going to serve God. I don't want to serve God. Now we divided. Now we got a real problem. See what I'm saying? How are we going to have a divide? Are you with me? Come on. We ready to roll. You give you pulling this in? Are you here? Are you pulling this thing down? Eight and one. There's therefore now no condemnation that are in Christ Jesus for the law of the spirit of life in Christ has set me free from the law of sin and death. 
Where's your mouth? It's on the spirit side. Well, you better pray to God it is because you're over there. Okay. Go slow and think of this. Just pull this along. I'm preaching all the while. I'm like Kenneth Hagin. Like, do I just threw myself in there? Because it's all over the place, but if you pull the highlights out of it, you'll get what I'm saying. I'm bringing you right now to this point. I said all that to come here, but I gave it to you in pieces you could take. Well, I'm in a house, and I'm serving God, and this dipstick wants to serve the devil. Yeah, no, duh. Go slow. This is what's going to happen. Check it out. What did he say? Either make the tree good or his fruit good, or make the tree corrupt or his fruit corrupt, for a tree is known by its fruit. Out of the abundance of the heart, let the mouth speak. Out of the good man's heart, it is a good treasure. Out of an evil man, it is an evil treasure. By thy words, thou art justified. Justified. And by your words, you are condemned. Death and life. Death and life. Death and life. The law of the spirit of life in Christ has set me free from the law of sin and death. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. They that love it will eat the fruit thereof. The abundance of the heart, let the mouth speak. Life or death. The law of the spirit of life in Christ. The law of sin and death. Fruit, follow after the spirit. 4 and 12, divider. Where you at, man? If you ain't on this side, you can't produce. It's a law. Remember when we were here a couple weeks ago? This is going to be dangerous. Everybody pray. Gravity. What goes up? What goes up? I don't believe in gravity. I don't care. It's a law. I don't care. My words don't mean that much. Oh, yeah? Keep saying them. Come on. I don't care. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Jump out of a building. I don't believe. Bam, it. <laughs> Too bad, bro. It's a law. It's a law. Can't change it. Can't change it. You see it? Where am I at? No, no, no. Me in this house, we serving God. You want to serve God? I signed up to serve God, bro. And if you ain't want to serve God, so you had, a, you had a midlife crisis in your head or whatever, you shot out, we serving God. Thank you very much. Hello? Your friends get wacky. 30 years we've been friends. Now all of a sudden you crazy. I'm serving God. I can go with you so far, but when you stop serving God, I stop hanging with you. Hey, I got to stay in this law. Now you can come over here with me, but I ain't talking like that. They're going to talk broke. Man, you better get rid of all these stupid people talk broke around you. Can't afford this. Man, hush your mouth. Shut up. Can't go there. Can't afford that. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's cool. You could think that, but don't think that around me. I don't want that rubbing off. I look at my row, man, when I sit in meetings now. If this row don't look like it wants to give, I'm moving. You guys going to give? You ain't going to give. Y'all belief ain't getting on me. Want none of that mess around me? Where's the giving shit? Hey, I want to give, you know? Look around, qualify your seating selection. You want to give? I'm wondering, you know what I'm saying? Look, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, listen, you know what I'm talking about. Am I in the law? Come on, man. Am I in the law? That baby's cute, man. <laughs> I want to see the baby before you go. Amen? 
Men had the baby in January. Um, look, are you getting that? Did you pull it in? So there's a law going on. He said what? He said, if you walk in the spirit, you're not fulfilled the desires or the lust of the flesh. That's easy. You know how people got in trouble? You know how they got it? They, look, you ain't never met temptation, so don't get near it. You understand know what I mean? Be smart enough to know I don't even need to be in a room with it. That's the trick of this thing. You understand? Know this is how you get smart quick. How, I, I, think I, can, I think I can handle temptation. I got news for you. I ain't never going to put myself in a position to have to handle it. <laughs> you get that? You get it? You didn't get it. They didn't get it. They ain't getting me, man. You get what I'm saying? Don't get in the room with it. Say, oh, I think I can handle temptation. Yeah, okay, whatever. Don't go in no room with no temptation. Then you don't got to worry about it. Ain't no fail or succeed. Don't even be in there. Say, there's te- if they said, there's temptation in that room, go, bye. I'm out. Why? Because I don't even want to know. What I got to know for? You know what I'm saying? Stay away from it. There you go, right there. Somebody getting it now. You're starting to get it. You see it? Why that? Walk in the spirit. You won't fulfill the desires of the flesh. That's what it's about. Spirit-led life. How you going? Oh, I'm, I'm going. I know they're going to tell me what to do. Good. Go on with your fleshy head. That's the truth. That's flesh. Carnal mind is an enemy against God. Spiritually minded is life in peace. Are you seeing this? Life in peace. See, when you're over here, woo, it ain't hard being over here. It's hard being over there. Stay here. And when you stay here, life is easy. It's easy. Now, it ain't always simple, but it's easy. Try to do that. Man, you know what I said? I put something, on the, I put something out there the other day. I mean, I said, I said, man, what did I say? I said, it was something on that Instagram thing. I got them to do me a picture. We're done. We're going to go. I said, um, oh, if you think it's hard, if you think it's hard preparing for your future, you know what I mean? Or something like that. I don't, I'm screwing it up, but you'll get it. Go back and look. I said, if you think it's hard preparing for your future, try not preparing at all. You're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't pushing towards your future. Like, oh, you think it's hard staying over here? Try staying over there. You think it's hard living in the spirit of life? Go over there and live in the law of sin and death. Remember that? Some of you have been saved too long. Time out. Don't get mad at me. You need to go back a little bit. Remember all that fun? No, that ain't no fun. That ain't no fun. That ain't no fun. Ain't no fun about it. So stay over there. So now what do you do? You get up and take one foot towards the spirit. You see it? I'm not going to get in strife. You want to go get in strife? I ain't getting no strife. I ain't in no strife with you. You want to stay in strife? You stay in strife. I ain't going in strife. I'm sorry. I'm totally strife free. I ain't going in your strife. This is what the Bible said. Walk around like a walking Bible. This is what the Bible said. This is what we're going to do. I ain't compromising. Oh, now here we go. Just stay there. Then you stay in this peace. Man, you're life in peace. Shh, you roll in. Then let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to get tested. Oh, it's going to come. It's going to come, and when it comes, it's going to test you. See if you're qualified. You're going to come out of life in peace? No way, bro. I ain't coming out of life in peace for nobody. I'm staying over here in life in peace. You want to come over? You come over here. You don't want to come over here? You stay over there, but I ain't going over there. See it? Talk like us. I ain't talking like you. Think like us. I ain't thinking like you. Act like us. You can forget it. Be like us. Nope. Think like this. Nope. Go over here. Nope, 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 no. I ain't going. Then they come to you. What do you think you are? I think I'm saved. 
I'm telling you, listen to me. This is where the compromise comes in. And once you compromise a little, let me tell you something right here now. Once you get off the line of truth a little bit, next thing you know, you got trouble. Because next thing you just, don't go over here. That's what he's talking about. Walk in the spirit. You shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Did you remember that? Did you get that? Okay, we're going to go. Oh, you, you pulling it in? Your whole thing was building up to get to here. Oh, what do you mean? Man, if that's people in your life, they would have kept you in the flesh. You understand know what I'm saying? What kept you stuck in the dimension of time, and they ain't changing. I remember I told you last week, I know people 20 years in the same spot. They didn't leave. How are you going to be in the same spot 20 years later? You don't want to grow. You going to do that? No, I ain't doing that. Did you get what I just said? They, they, they moved. They got older, but they didn't go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? They didn't get no better. Same year. 20 years later, they in the same mental spot. Same position in life. Same thought process. Same thinking. Same tax bracket. They ain't no more money in the bank. They don't care about nothing. Stuck in time. They want to bring you in their dimension of time? Say, nah, man, I'm leaving. I left that dimension 10 years ago. They stuck in 10 years. Are you getting this stuff? This is the law of the spirit of life in Christ. If you walk in the spirit, you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. What's that mean? If you don't walk in the spirit, you default just produce the things in the flesh. So you got to choose to walk in the spirit. So you got to choose your word. You can play. You can choose your words. You see it? You got to choose what you say. You got to choose what you think. You got to choose it all. You got to lay it out. You design it or it's by default. You got to accept, reject, and understand you can only believe. And you can only believe what you hear. You can't only believe what you see the word of God says about you. You can't believe what you hear in between your ears about you. I don't even trust what you think about you. Because I got to tell you who you are based upon that word. Once you believe who you are about that word, now you got it. Come on, stand up on your feet. It's true. Because you ain't saved. Remember I told you? Because you won't believe it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.